0: I don't as a that I all right and we are back we have another episode of the moonlighters club while i just play with levels uh another guest hello
1: hello if
0: you'd like to introduce yourself you may
1: all righty i am val b and i am the owner of lir productions
0: How'd you come up with the name LIR Productions? Because Lear is actually a bar.
1: Lear is a bar. And you know, unfortunately, Facebook business does not allow you to use any punctuation. So
0: okay. I put yeah.
1: it put in L I. Ah, period I period R period. So it reads as Lear, which is really not great for my brand, but <laughs> you know, it's neither here nor there. But originally, um, I red is my favorite color. I've always worn red at different events, yeah. sort of like, you know, every day in my life. I usually have some aspect of red somewhere. And so one of my old bosses started calling me Lady in Red and then like it started catching on when I would go to the events people would be like hey Lady in Red and so I ah. was coming up with a name and I was like LIR Lady in Red Productions
0: that's pretty cool <laughs> it's
1: a good fit yeah nice so, yeah so
0: have you always been from did you go to school for like media-based things
1: I did not actually my background um for education is in psychology <laughs> um so I, I was
0: I, he will go into those fields I'm like why? Like philosophy, psychology, anything oh, God, that's like you got to do so much reading. I'm just yes. like, ugh, I was hurt. like,
1: please just let me read and write. Um, I loved it. I mean, but I do feel like it helps a lot with my career because, you know, for me, I mean, I went into psychology because I was really sort of motivated um, by sort of what moves people. Right. Yeah. You know, what makes people tick, what motivates them, what are the things that they hold mm-hmm. on to and all of those things are things that play into my life as an event producer. You know, yeah. I have to think about um, things that a lot of people don't take into consideration when they do events, right. Thinking about the flow, thinking about um, even the role that you play, right. How present are you? How um, much do you sort of hold back at moment? So all of these things, how do you read a crowd? And, yeah. you know, so all of those things help a lot with events. Um especially with like donor relations and stuff as well so
0: it's funny you say that i wanted to study zoology when i was in school and business i was gonna get a dual degree but right? like, that's just that's the dumbest thing saying, ever psychology and business and uh it's funny like with animals how much i just learned about people are like just kind of learning the science of people right. how that really does benefit you it's like, so
1: true i i could totally see it on the animal side too you know
0: i see. Straight. Oh no, that's just a random thing falling. <laughs> I was
1: like, okay. uh, but yeah, right, like those like sort of straight primal instincts that like you see exhibited in, in animals, right? You're yeah, like,
0: yeah,
1: it does sort of have those moments. You step back and like,
0: But even like one of my first jobs, I used to work door to door sales. Oh wow! And there were things they taught us that people go through that you take advantage of, like fear of loss. Right. Telling people you're gonna miss out on this if you don't do it now. Right, and It's like right. oh my god, and that happens all the time, and like so prime it's day, yeah, and. Uh, the attitude of indifference, yeah. which is probably the one yeah. I do the most. I feel like I don't care or not caring about something. It drives people crazy. It's so weird. Like dating is when I like I'm like, oh I man, I remember this. Say. And I whenever I have date, I'm like, I gotta have I don't care. Yeah. And then I, I'm like, oh my god, that's right. When people or when you're not into it, I like know. they think you should be, they get weird. It's, it's crazy.
1: Very, I I have had a lot of fun playing with that one, yeah. actually. It's a good one. Yeah, it is a good one to play with yeah. Yeah. <laughs> for people. So Especially in terms of reactions. psychology. Yeah.
0: Did you do that? Did you work in that field at all?
1: No. I I mean not really. I did a few like random internships when I was studying, um but I went right into development. I okay. started working before I even graduated, I was just, like, always eager. <laughs> like, you know, I was like, okay, what's next? Um, so, yeah, so I took a job. I was subcontracted through housing, uh, urban development. Okay. Um, And I used to work with this guy who basically came up with all of this, like, data around um, homelessness. And so I worked with him for a little over a year, um, basically managing... His events, conferences, things of that nature. Okay. And then I quit.
0: It was around HUD and stuff like that? Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Why Why'd you? Just, quit? Yeah. Was it just not?
1: Yeah. I, you know, that, I mean, that is definitely the day that like changed my life forever and like changed me. Um, I was just done. I, I felt like, I, I remember sitting there, so it was just him and I. He was the managing director. Okay. And I supported him. And so... I remember after a while feeling like okay where am I going to grow here where am I going to like what am I going to get what what am I getting out of this like yeah. in the long run and it just kept feeling like you know there weren't many answers to that to that question so I was like I you know I'm ready for like more experience and different experience and so I literally like walked in no warning and was like i'm done <laughs> and i left
0: you know what's funny? it's funny it's that like how crazy that would seem to the average person but in reality like that's what companies do when they have no worries so you're like it's like all right man we kind of hit the ceiling hey yeah and it's just funny how most people don't know i'm guilty like how to look out for themselves yeah it's so one thing to have we need to shake the whole notion that a job is like it's it's a privilege because it's like no it's not it's like you think it it's not like you're spending right. most of your time here yeah you should be happy yeah and be doing what you want to be doing because they need you just as much as you need them yeah and if you're not getting the most out of it in any other realm of life you'd be like I'm out of here if it was exactly. a relationship if it was like even family exactly. like yeah, like you're gonna be right. like yo I'm done so a job should be the same way If you hit I completely your ceiling,
1: agree. I feel like I've really approached my career that way, right like you know and I and again, I mean I really sort of like reflect back on that first experience where I quit that job because for me, I walked out and realized I was in complete control of my life, yeah. you know, like. Yeah. you have the rush of like oh my god what did i just do i've got rent and bills to pay you know all of these things like is this responsible was this careless should i have done so but it was like you know what like that moment of clarity of being like this is a relationship this isn't about oh i need to just like be out here grateful because you bestowed this job upon me Mm. like i worked hard to get to a certain place in my life and i'm interested in growing, you know, mm-hmm. and, and that's not going to be done sitting in the same place, sitting somewhere where there's not a lot of opportunity. Um, and it's like, I realized it was like, I wanted to take my life in my own hands, you know, and, and that moment was it for me, you know?
0: So it was at that moment when you started perusing the idea of doing your own thing?
1: I did. Yeah. So I went into, so after I left that job, I, I uh, quickly took another one and was there for about three and a half years. I ran the young professional division. Um, I actually when I was hired, there was another development associate um, who I like quickly replaced yeah. um, like two weeks. She had been there for a while, too, for a number of years. Um, and I sort of came in and they let her go. and <laughs> They kept me on for three years. My director left. um, I ran the department for about six to seven, six to eight months, trained my new director um, and then left and started LIR.
0: Nice.
1: Yeah. And, you know, again, I think for me, like I looked at my career opportunities, I guess the same way, like, you know, most people approach their education. You know, it, for me, it was another opportunity to sort of gain experience, to learn something, to figure out, you know, what my skill set was, what I could bring to the table. And then I was like, OK, cool. Next, you know, uh, like. Uh. Um,
0: so the, what goes into starting that? So, like, I know about legal stuff, right? Yeah. Getting the name register and all that. But from an actual idea to product which is yeah, a service yeah. how do you get to that point for what you do
1: yeah i mean i think for me it there were a few things one um the engagement piece of it right i it really became important to me that um i established who i was in this community sort of in this bigger picture in this like you know pond of opportunity who was I and what was I, what was I bringing? Okay. Um, I think for me, that was really important. And, and, and again, like, right, that's like your brand, you know? Yeah. And, and so that really, for me, it was like, okay, who are the key players that I want to associate myself with, okay. pull into my network partner with, etc. Um, In terms of the nuts and bolts pieces, I took a, leadership course that was offered it was like a seven eight week leadership course that taught you basically everything that you needed to do to grow to start and grow your business so every week we went over a different um aspect so legal communication Mm -hmm. branding um you know writing your business plan all of those um yeah, and it was really good. It, it was nice, too, because there was a lot of other folks in that. There may maybe about like 20 of us. And, you know, we were all just very um, inspired, right? We were all very inspired, eager, you know, just had a lot of vision. And so there were a lot of great conversations that came out of that. Yeah great relationships that came out of that. Uh, Brandon Ransom was in that class with me, who a lot of folks know. So it was just like a lot of really great- oh, Wait a great, second, I know him. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, I know you know
0: him. <laughs> but you know um, I know him?
1: Yeah, oh, I know you know him. like Facebook? So, you know, so I met him in that class, and, you know, and that was like a decade ago. So it's wow. like, yeah. yeah, I've known Brandon for a long time. So, you know, it's like you think about, again, those relationships that form out of that. And then- the career aspect, right? So it was like, who are the organizations, businesses that I wanted to be a part of? And then it really was sort of pulling all of those things together. And I think for me, the hardest part was trying to figure out if I wanted to go into events, what was the thing that set me apart or or that differentiated me from the rest or from all of these other folks that are doing events? And that was really the piece that I focused on.
0: Ah, got it. So who... Did when you when you're ready to go? Did you already kind of have a, a set of prospects or people you could reach out to for business, or did you have to kind of cold yes
1: call no. a little
0: bit for that first client? I
1: think I think again because I was so intentional about building my network and building those relationships. I've been doing events for about fifteen years in Boston. Oh, okay, um, and there is like. You know, I it used to be like <laughs> people would be like, "Man, I, like I I see you everywhere." It was like, "Yeah, that's the point, right?" Yeah, like right. you need to see me everywhere because that you know, it was like, "Oh, you did really." Oh, I'm involved with this, that, and the other, and you know, and, and so I liked that. Then it mm. became you become it, it's word of mouth, right? I I love being word of mouth. Like my references yeah. coming from word of mouth. It's yeah. like, yeah, okay. Like my first client actually came somehow he found my website reached out and hired me and I was like, okay cool <laughs> you know yeah, but yeah. Um, for me the the things that come word of mouth I think have a bigger sort of impact on me or just a bigger touch point because um, it's again it's about that personal brand it's about yeah. what people have either learned from, felt, experienced, um, by being at something that I've produced or helped with, and having that takeaway leave such a impact that it inspires you to reach out to me for your next opportunity. What's that's my sweet spot?
0: What's it like being a a person of color in that space? And the reason I ask that yeah. is because the Moonlighters Club, like when we have events, because of I, me, I'm fairly quirky like I don't know what other word to use Sure, (laughs) but but it's like I'm like black but I'm not scary right so I was gonna say we can go
1: with quirky if you want I think we both know what
0: it means so so people are like (laughs) When I reach out to people, my network spans from like people I grew up in, in Boston I grew up in Roxbury right. or people I work with now. so it's a mix and the way the event's branded, it's not really put to anything. So the crowd's pretty mixed man yeah, it's like exactly. a lot of a lot of black, a lot of brown also a lot of white people too yeah um, and across different economic factors. But I do realize when I see event planners, the way they brand themselves I immediately know. pigeonholes yes, them it does. so it's like, it's like real dogs brunching right. like real, yeah, like real exactly. And really you're know, like yeah. I, I get that you want it if you really want to grow your base like right. what how do you navigate that and i feel i, I always assume you just want everyone yeah, to come in you know I what mean? i mean like think, yeah, yeah. so is that in your head when you're starting out as far as what events you want to come through first what do you want to publish cuz i feel like if you start out and you were doing a bunch of I don't know, like jazz festivals, right, right or hippie fest. That they'd be like, "Yo, that's a hippie fest person." Yeah, we'll exactly, reach out for them. So, exactly. how do you find? How do you do that so that you don't immediately fall into a specific original?
1: That is a very um, good and layered question. Um, Thank you. you know, I'm quirky. Quirky. <laughs> I think that, like, I, I will say that has been. I mean, for me personally, it's been a piece of cake. Like I've had no issue. Um, I'm very sort of, you know, I, I mean, you you could say like diverse, right. I, I, I have a, (laughs) like, yeah, this is going to go into a whole other topic, but you know, I'm, so I'm originally from Southern California. Okay. Um, I have been, you know, private schools, my whole life, summer camps. I, uh, certain ha- Certainly have been afforded a certain amount of privilege in my life growing up. I will say that my biggest sort of like shock value when I moved east, when I moved to Boston was how siloed everything is. Right. Um, and when you're someone who is not the product of this environment, mm-hmm. but you appear a certain way, right, People see me as a brown girl in Boston. So they take the experience of brown people in Boston and just lump me into that. Yeah. Um now I will say that one of the things that has been challenging are, like you said, there are um those who are very particular, like you're having your, you know, your sort of Hood Rich events, and you know, that's great. I I think that um I think for me, because I have continued to sort of span different communities, different environments, um, you know, like I have sat on the board for BAMS for the last two years, which is Boston Art Music Soul Festival. BAMS is great. Um, I also am a member of the Philanthropy Connection in the Junior League. Nice. I, I, Uh, you know, I've been a big sister in Boston for about eight years. Um, you know, I have pretty much only been in like all women's schools. So it's like I already, (laughs) you know, span a lot of different environments. And that has been very intentional. Um, and it's funny because that has only been like a thing here in Boston because really? of it being so yeah. divided and, you know, yeah. we do our thing here. And, you know, and so I do have some communities of color that look at me and, you know, sure, you know, I, I'm sure that, they, you know, oh, you know, they have tons of opinions about the type of person that I am. And I and I have certainly experienced communities of color looking at me and, you know, why aren't you doing the, you know, yeah. chicken and waffle brunch <laughs> and the, you know. I'm like, first of all, I don't even eat chicken. So, you know, I'm like vegetarian over here. So I'm like, we can go get some sushi, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like and they're like, What a kind of black person are you? So, you know, it's like I I realized, you know, when I moved to Boston that that was never, you know, gonna be, you know, I have to be true to myself, yeah. you know, and yeah. that, that has never been my experience. It will never be my experience. It will never be my brand. For me, it's about, you know, inclusivity. And, and again, really like, you know, things that have like a, a purpose to it, all you right. know.
0: So when it comes to uh, outside of attendance, then how can someone look at you and be like, all right, I worked with Val outside of just, like, a ton of people coming, yeah. how can they rate how good your quality is as opposed to someone else?
1: Yeah, I I mean, even the attendance thing you can't go by, right? I mean, like, this is Boston, and, yeah. you know, it's like the weather constantly changes. Yeah. People don't really want to go out, you know. Um, people are very particular about how they want to spend their money in Boston. Whether they have it or not, um, that is actually less of an issue. They just you know, are very particular about how they spend, spend their, their monies, which is understandable. We work hard for it. Mm -hmm. Um, I would say that for me, it really is about that sort of like full experience. Like I, I think for when you attend my events, you walk away with a feeling, you know, and that's, that's my goal. You know, I don't, Anybody can throw a party. Anybody can like pull together an events. Events is a piece of cake to to pull together. That that is like the least of the event world. It's like, for me, it's about creating an experience. Like this is a memory that you are giving to somebody to have for the rest of their life, you know? And so I want when you leave, whether you remember that it's me is less of a concern for me. I, I want for anybody who comes to events that I've done, free to leave having had a good experience, you know. Yeah. Um, that it created a good memory, that um, you know, it was a good feeling. Nice. So that's that's my always my goal, my events.
0: So when you go out there first starting up, I and again this is we're fairly new to it. We've only done two events and I feel like we luck out yeah. because we're somewhat niche. Yeah. We've only we have entrepreneurs talking. It's not really a panel. Yeah. It's at a brewery. So like that brings another added element. Totally. I think it'd be a lot harder if we were like having a party or something like that. Yeah. So, when it comes to just getting your name out there, yeah. is it tough when, as someone who's new, how much, because like, you do word of mouth, I assume, yeah. is huge for stuff like this. Yeah. So, how hard is it to get those first clients? You're like out there trying to get your events going. What do you have to do to convince someone that it's going to be worth their time?
1: Yeah, I, that's a really good question. I mean, I think that again, it's like, you know, you really, in the beginning, it's really just about being everywhere, like being everywhere, whether you are working the event, attending the event, promoting the event, just be everywhere. I mean, that's that that really helped for me in terms of like building up my own brand and my, you know, sort of.
0: I hope people are like cuz yes, yeah, like, it yeah,
1: it's like be everywhere, you know, because. After, like I said, after a while, people were like, why do we keep seeing this chick everywhere? Like, you know, we're like, she was at this event, she was over at that, and I'm like, hey, guys, you know? Hey, hey again, you know? And so, um, you know, and it's, again, it's like that idea, right? Like, your network is your net worth. It's not just, a, a, like, a tagline, you know? Like, that is legit. Like, you, your network is everything, you know? And so I always say, like, first and foremost, like, think about those relationships that you are building and, and, and stewarding and, you have to nurture these relationships that is like the make it or break it in this industry mm. um and 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 like i said be visible be everywhere get out there get involved volunteer help out and that was really the other thing right it was like not only do we see val everywhere but she's always helping out you know people oh val you know you have a last minute something oh just va- call val you know yeah. you know and that was really how this how it started for me it was like people Just knew that, like you know, if it was a last minute thing or um, whatever the case, that I would jump in, that I would help. I, you know, I'm happy to be on call. Um, And then from there, it really was. Again, I think about like sort of pulling those pieces together. And so, because people were starting to see me everywhere, people. We're starting to recognize my connections, my network, you know, then obviously people are like, oh, you know, well, how does she know so and so? How is she connected to this? Why is she at that event? You know, she's snapping pictures everywhere, you know, and people people want to be a part of what they think is, you know, a buzz. Right. Mm -hmm. Um so if they see you every, oh, you know, we gotta we gotta figure, let's link up with her. She seems to have, you know, great access, great network, great, you know, whatever. And that was really how things started trickling in. Right. Um, you know, making sure that I kept my website um, you know, updated, maintained, um, constantly, you know, reflecting what I felt the brand was. Um and and yeah, and then just being visible, being out at events and making sure that you're uh, building those relationships
0: what's a, like how many if you're busy a good busy how yeah. many events do you have in a pipeline what does that look like
1: Ooh, that's a great question I, I mean well this this month I mean I've literally had something every day except for two days out of this month uh, so you know that's a busy month um, but it's like again it also depends on how much like strategizing you're doing up until the you know because some of the things that we're just doing like day of coordination that's a lot easier you know you don't have to do a lot of lead up planning coordinating and anything of that nature um so it i i always like to say if i'm working on at least two to four events at a time that's like a comfortable sort of pace for me okay and i try not to do things more than like I like to have like a 3 month like window. So I'm always like a, working out like 3 months, you know. Okay. Um yeah. you know, so I as long as I feel like I have like 2 to 4 you know things that I'm working to, yeah. on a month. And so, you know, like I am helping a friend's wedding in September. Um, you know, so we're, you know, we've been meeting to talk about different things, vendors, coordination, um I've had something every day this month. One, one of my business partners, she actually did all of the pre-planning, so nice. I just needed to do the coordination day of. So that was a piece of cake. Um, you know, so it's like you know, as long as you have like a good balance of, you know, the things that are the pre-planning and just the day of, I feel like it's fair.
0: Best event you did so far, and the most terrible event ever, where you were like, oh my oh, god, man. I'm just gonna dip out the back.
1: I will (laughs) say, okay, Um, the worst, man, I... You know, I will say well, at least for the worst. Uh, what makes things the worst is, um, oh God! I mean, there are so many things. You know, it's, like, <laughs> it's really bad because it's like once you become an event, you know, it's like you're like the you're behind the scenes, right? You like have this sort of like visibility and like eye for a certain event practices, you know, and then you you try to like attend events. <laughs> and are like you know you're like oh that shouldn't have happened and that should be over there and you mm-hmm. know uh, it's hard to not critique things but um, there was an event that I did um, earlier this year and it actually wasn't one that I was planning but I was partnered on okay um, so we like ran facilitated one of the like tables round tables but like It seemed like every, like the people running it, like the client itself was not based in the US. So that made like communication a little bit challenging um, with like time, time schedules. Um, There wasn't a lot of uh, information provided about the event itself um, prior to the event. And like, I'm really big on, you know, Keeping things like as providing as much like detail as possible for the folks involved, right. You know, um, you know, like I got to the event, um, the person that I was supposed to, you know, who was sort of like running the show was like nowhere to be found. Um, there <laughs> they were handing out these like certificates at the end and they lost mine, and mm. and then but like instead of you know. <laughs> instead of like oh okay like we'll mail you one or you know let me just like take your name and like they like handed me the certificate and was just like write your name yourself and i was like this is super awkward yeah And yeah. <laughs> they're like okay you can keep it and i was like what am i even getting a certificate in um so that was like really you know that was uh, super strange but i you know people enjoyed it um you know but it you know and then that's like the flip side, right? So, that I did this other event a couple months ago or like a month ago. And so, the client that I was working with, we kept saying, like, you know, this was their first like fundraising event. The organization has been around for a number of years. But I kept saying, you know, what can, what can you tell me about like your crowd, right? Okay. Like your people. What are they into? What kind of music do they like? What? She was like, I have no clue, right? Like, <laughs> and okay. so we're like, okay, um, and we kept getting like really like not positive feedback about like like the theme that we had come up like literally just like everything, <laughs> like the theme, <laughs> the look and feel, the food, cool. the entertainment, like everything, which is like, eh, like we're not really sure about any of it Uh, you know and so you sort of just you have this moment right like because you have to also remember that like you're when you're working with a client like this isn't about you yeah right like so if you want a crap event like that's your business this is what you're paying for right you don't want an expert's opinion you want the things that you want cool i can deliver happy to do it yeah um you know, and, um, you know, if you have these like weird ass music and, you know, food that nobody wants to eat, like, cool. Like, we will roll with that, like, because that is what you want. And I am happy to meet my client's request. Right. Surprisingly, so we got into this event. I was like, oh, this is going to be a complete shit show. I had no faith at all. And it turned out to be a super success. No, no, <laughs> like, yeah, people yeah. loved it. Yeah. Um, the like weird ass music was a hit, you know, um, there was great attendance, which we weren't expecting. Um, there was a portion of like the activities like that didn't get used, but I mean, for what we sort of planned and expected going into it, uh, you know, it turned out to be a huge success, you know? And then you look at other opportunities where, you know, like there was an event that I ran for three years for this nonprofit And by the third year, it was certainly like the most profitable that we had ever done, which was exciting. Um, You know, but it's like every single time it's like there are certain things that you just can't predict, you know, attendance, fundraising things like. Some of these things are just out of your hands, you know, and so you sort of just have to like roll with the punches. I always say that like the two things that I like refuse to dwell on in my event life, are emotions and problems. Right. You know, it's yeah. like I'm solution oriented and yeah. I'm, you know, I'm positive. Like we're going to keep it together and keep it yeah. positive and we're going to get this work done. You know, I like that. Yeah.
0: So, doing events, you were telling me that I don't remember when, but you did eventually go out to just do this on your own. Yeah. What's it like making that decision? Like what's going through your head the night before where you're like, I'm just gonna do this business. It's one thing if you just like quit a job, you're like, I'm done. Yeah, yeah. But when you know that yeah. you're now the breadwinner,
1: comes in, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think for me, I've always been a risk taker. Mm. Um, you know, and so it was more of the like afterthought, you know, it was like in the moment thought mm. like is no big deal, right? I'm yeah. like, yes, yeah, I'm like, yeah. get this. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, like a bill comes in and you're like, oh, like, <laughs> you, like, should I have attacked this with such like, you know, gusto, right? Like maybe I should have like sat and like reflected, you know, but I don't, I've never been that person, you know, right. I, like I said, I I have quit jobs, right. I have, you know, um, and so I would say at least for me, like. It was super exciting making that decision. It's it's scary, but I think that what I mean, the way that I manage are, are a few ways. I think for me, it's like, I try to keep something part-time. Okay. Um, or at least something that's gonna be like, you know, um, whether it's like a consulting tra- contract that I know is going for a certain amount of time, something, one thing that you know is secured for a certain length of time. Okay. Um, and I like doing that because then you're afforded flexibility, okay. right? Yeah. You, you don't have to worry like, oh, okay, you know, if whatever, if, if this event doesn't work out, or if, you know, um, their budget, you know, isn't as high as we originally thought, or something comes up that we have to move around things, you know, move numbers around. You know, it's like, those things are always gonna happen in event life. Um, rain days like if an event gets canceled and like there goes your money for the day you know so these things happen so you have to you know i like having the one thing that's like set you know i know every month i'm at least getting something from this um the other thing is just like being on top of your budget you know so it's like i constantly have to reassess my budget you know it's like every month i'm like okay what contracts do i have this month and like what is my you know like what, what what does it look like what are my finances look like um I had someone come up to me at the Hub Week event and was like, like, how do I not go hungry? You know, <laughs> it was like, real talk, you know? Yeah. I was like, cause I don't budget in food. <laughs> I was yeah, like, yeah, that's a great one. Yeah. I was like, first of all, I'll get you some foodie friends, you know, it's like, yeah, you know, <laughs> close like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. live close to mom. Exactly, you know? Um, But then that's the other thing too, right? Like if you are engaged going to all of these events really out there in the community, like they have food. So just like, make sure that you like, you're noshing when you're out and about at these things, you yeah. know? Um you know, so it's like you just have to be a little bit more mindful with your approach um, to certain things. I, you know, uh, it's it's really just sort of like looking at your budget, trying to keep something something set for a certain period of time and then being flexible with the rest.
0: Yes. Yeah. Could you ever be an employee again?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, <clears throat> Yes, um, I could. I I mean, I really hate full-time jobs, like, with a passion, but, like, I think that, again, it's about fit, you know, because if I'm somewhere where, you know, like, I hate full-time jobs, like, one, because it's, like, it's a lot of busy work, right? Like, you don't need 40 to 60 hours of my time. Like, you just want me to sit at this desk so that you own my time, like... That's painful for me. I'm like, I would rather you cut my salary so that I can have these extra five hours. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. for, And that's for me, though. You know, and so I think that, like, it's really about understanding, like, the person that you are, how you need to work, how you need to feel compensated and supported. Because I think that, again, it's not always about that dollar. You yeah. know, like for me, I prefer a flexible schedule. I prefer – uh, flexibility in terms of where I'm working, okay. you know, and so if if I found a full time job that afforded me those things, it gave me flexibility um, that, that was willing to be as accountable as I am, because I always come to the table and say, hey, I do this stuff on the side. I will keep you posted about what what my calendar looks like for this month and we can work through it. Like right. I don't I want a partnership. Even yeah. in my workplace, you know what I yeah. mean? And and I, I'm not interested in the whole song and dance of, you know, oh, I just have to be grateful and keep my head down and do what you ask. I'm not that person. I'm not built that way. And those are the reasons I stay out of full-time jobs, ah. you know, so I would absolutely go back to full-time life if it provided me with the flexibility that I needed.
0: And Rubble. So if people want to support you, how can they? Where can they find you?
1: All right. So you can find me like anywhere uh, by Valby Boston. Nice. um, Or LIR Productions, also anywhere. Um, And the website is www.lirproductions.org.
0: She's also at every event ever. I'm
1: at every event, like ever, in Boston, anywhere. Always Cambridge, Roxbury, <laughs>
0: JP, <laughs> I, Lincoln. <laughs> I literally Everywhere. network. I network to meet contacts with you to interview, but... If there's not food, I'm like, damn, I don't know if I'm going to go. I eat through, Yeah, I eat through network right. events. Yes, like Yes, exactly. Based on, yeah, like that's.
1: I'm like, that's <laughs> the best part. At the end of the day, you're like, oh, leftover catering? You're like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, dinner. It's like, I've got leftover chilicates ch- 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 from this weekend. Oh, chilicates.
0: Oh, my God. Who catered with chilicates? That's amazing.
1: I know. Is it was the Muncie group oh. in GP.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I know. So,
1: yep, oh. whole tray in my in my fridge waiting for me. Nice. I know.
0: Well, this is fun. this is in yeah, uh, very fun. encouraging, and I, I like the fact that. You're not waffling on it. You just know what you want, yeah. you know, and it, you're very upfront about it. Definitely. So that's something I can definitely take to heart. Good. And I wish you nothing but the best success. Thank you. And hopefully we can do an event in the future. Once yeah, I was going to say,
1: let's plan. Uh, yeah,
0: once I make real money, number three. I will. <laughs> <laughs> no worries.
1: You got to start
0: somewhere, right? So uh, thank you again. And for everyone tuning in, uh, if you are looking for more content, moonlightersclub.com. We put everything there we're on every major podcast network too as well as youtube we're always looking for new followers but new guests too so if you yourself
1: some of y'all in here
0: yeah let's rope it in and then we'd love to hear your story so uh thank you again thank you val thank you thank you to everyone who tuned thank in you. and enjoy it